Hello everyone, and welcome to the Alamki podcast. Now this is the final episode uh, of our weekly podcast. This is episode three, and today we're doing something a little bit different. Instead of you know uh, talking about uh, the terminologies the terminologies and all the basic stuff about poetry, today we're going to be applying that to a poem that is called Youth by Aya. Uh, she did this at a at the finals at a slam competition and today we're going to be uh, talking about it you know commentating on it uh saying you know all the devices she used and probably get to some uh, good and philosophical points so uh gentlemen how did you feel about you know this uh, poem that she recited on stage i think it was like super 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 like it was it was mostly about like violence violence in any shape or form from today's society and not even travel not even only about violence but like contamination and the wrong stuff about uh, today's uh today's uh, interactions and like it was very impressive like i really liked it uh, what about you, Mr. Pablo? Like, uh, what did you think about the poem? Well, the poem could be very uh, expressive in some way. Also, so very rude, a little bit about the reality. About the reality, and also, so what will happen, what, what happened before the childhood yeah. of someone. Oh, yeah. So uh, if uh, people don't know what we're talking about, one of the things that uh, Aya says is that um, a, she used an example of how a father uh, shows shows uh, a kid how to shoot uh, a gun, uh, how to handle a firearm, and that, and that kid will grow with that firearm and potentially uh, commit uh, something, commit a crime or even commit an atrocity in, in a country this so I, I really thought it was a it's not just emotional but a but a poem that is very that can be very positive to some but i think at the end of the day uh this poem teaches uh an important lesson that violence isn't the answer it's never the answer to anything it is never it doesn't benefit because look what, uh, what we're doing uh, right now in today's society. You know, just as she, she said, uh, we, are, we are normalizing uh, violence. We are sometimes romanticizing it, glorifying it. It is affecting all of us. And, and even like Mr. Alicandro said, that, uh, that we are even, you know, destroying our planet through contamination. And uh, even uh, one of the most, like, uh, the greatest uh, metaphor she used is that uh, the gun is like singing our song and that, you know, my song is fading away. I think that was the metaphor that, you know, stuck with me. And, you know, in my opinion, like the theme of this whole uh, poem 
you know it's not about you know peace and in war you know it's definitely not about love i think it's has mostly to do with suffering what do you guys think? Yeah, and like about comprehending each other comprehending each other and i and like it's pretty like it hits hard because of the desperate uh, sounding tone that it has like yes. Crying uh, for it to be to happen, like for a happy, happy world, or like without violence. Yeah, the definitely the 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 tone of voice that she was using, it made it uh, sound really desperate, like you said. And uh, speaking of tone, um, yes, it is very desperate. And I think like uh, another thing, uh, another tone I. I could describe this poem is like very um very critical because like she's uh she's basically like uh criticizing criticizing our society and the way that um uh, that we are that we are hand, handling things the way that we're using violence uh in our everyday lives what about uh yeah, yeah. mr president oh yeah uh, mr oh. alejandro uh, I was gonna mention that, like, she was doing it and with talent because, like, the impressive thing is that even if it's a pre-verse uh, poem without a metric or a rhythm, it does uh, have some rhymes and it, uh, it, for example, uses repetitions or yeah. some metaphors and it's like really, really like, it demonstrates what, uh, what talent can be used for. What talent in art can be used for so that yeah. people can understand these situations. Yeah, uh, what about uh, you, Mr. Pablo? Uh, do you think like uh, there were like some rhymes in this upon that, you know, some that may have stuck with you? Yeah, well, it had rhymes, jazz, and, and both, but I really don't have every poems or rhymes, even, even though. So, but, but then if I had to say something about this one, will be it impact, impact that will make people more in the society, like 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 not normalizing seeing a lot of things like violence, like 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 to say it, Rashid. Yeah. Uh, oh, thanks. So, so yeah. So uh, another thing, uh, going back to rhymes, uh, there there's actually a two uh, words uh, that I think perfectly fit together. Uh, when she used a uh, complain and pain, you know, the fact uh, basically like what she said is uh, that uh, we are all you know complaining about uh, what's what's going on, but we don't truly realize the re the reality of it. Were you gonna say uh, something, Mr. Alejandro? Uh, no. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, talk, so you know, uh, talking about, and you know, that especially like what struck me the most was like the words she used to describe, describe not just violence, but our society in general. Like she used some really, really strong uh, words in her uh, poem on stage, and it, and I think it really. Uh, it really enhances the effect it has, and this can also go back to 
to rhyming as well. Like, what do you guys think of like the words you use? I think, um, well, I agree with you. Like, she used meaningful words. Like, for example, in one part, she talks about like, oh, uh, we are. We are uh, cutting the trees to then uh, put them in stores and sell it like sell them again, and it's like, uh, well, it's kind of the truth about uh, how we deforestate. We keep consuming resources without any remorse or thinking about it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's especially like in uh, warfare, where you know she even described of how you know we how you know we uh consume you know firearms and not knowing the effect you know it has on you know not just, not just uh, the soldiers but you know people's lives and you know i can keep uh i know there's like uh i'm gonna drive a little bit but you still like relate to war um there's a there's a movie that starts nicholas cage i cannot remember the name but this movie is famous for its opening and it basically like establishes that there are over, you know, millions of uh, arms sales and that, you know, people and that people don't know like, what effect it has uh, on the lives of others. Yeah. And uh, and he says that, you know, Nicholas Cage, you know, as a arms sailor, you know, then says, you know, but, it, you know, it's not enough that he wants to give something more and he doesn't, you know, care about, you know, the human lives in a movie. So, so that's like, so, you know, what I just said is like an example to illustrate that. So what, a, so what about you, Mr. Pablo? Like, uh, what do you think about, you know, the way to use the words in our poem? Yeah, well, they, well, the way it, it, they, they were used say, say, it was to make a change, an impact to people, almost. Uh, it will make them know oh, oh, what's happening in the world. Letting them know uh, it will the uh, it will it will the uh, suffering. If we could say it like that, it will okay. And like that, uh, I will show in in both sides. I will the other side mostly. About yeah, mostly. Yeah, and like uh, even yeah, it's mostly you know showing you know the bad the bad side of our world right now, because let's be honest, uh, our our world right now, our society is really corrupt and you know adheres to these types of practices of violence a lot of the times, mm-hmm. and it and you know as someone who. Uh, actually uh wants to see the reality of this i can say that it's uh, it's really sad but uh i just uh, want to say this because many people right now in the world we live in you know they're they're beginning to lose hope they're beginning to think that our world is forever going to be filled with darkness tragedy agony but i think i, I have something to say to those people that even though we're surrounded by darkness, there is more light 
than darkness will ever be. There will be more good people in this world than bad. That is something I wanted to say because in this in these times, it's really sad to see people losing hope on a better future. That's what I that's what I wanted to say and. And going back to the poem, um, I actually uh, was I was actually really uh, observant of it, and I actually uh, managed to actually uh, find an enjab an enjabment like uh, multiple enjabments, you know, like uh, lines that uh, set up for another like idea for another line, like especially especially when she's uh, talking about how we're uh, contaminating our environment. Like there's so many there's so many ideas that can lead to the other. Like for example, she is talking about firearms. This can this can lead to uh, how we are contaminating our world, you know, with these productions. Like that can be an endab like an enjambment. And she uses uh Aya, she uses uh multiple of these enjambments. Uh, what do you guys uh, think? There's there's multiple enjambments. Uh yeah, I I think the the stanzas were like it was very current so that uh, that there were enjambments on the stanzas which are the lines of the poem. And I I also think that there like uh, this this related to like specific words that uh, the out the girl used. Uh-huh. Like your addiction, uh, your addiction, which she used through like words to describe like a cruel situation or events to oh. connect each. Yeah, uh, yeah, she did uh, use like a words to uh, connect, you know, different uh, ideas. So, what about you, Sir Paulo? Uh, do you think that there were like uh, enjambments in the in this poem? Like, I like a lines that set up, you know, different ideas for the next line. So, so like I think, like I think that that this uh, yeah, like I said, uh, this poem had uh, many ideas that set up to the other. Uh, but. One of the things that interests me the most in this poem was actually the symbolism it had, because like I can, I'm gonna grab one that attracted me the most, which was like the gun. Oh yeah, and the and the bullets. Yeah, the bullets well, especially. He said that the bullets were eating the skin or like, yeah, the people. Yeah, it this like uh, this poem has a lot of symbolism. Uh, so we're, so we're just gonna take this example of the gun and especially the bullet so i think like the like the gun uh uh mainly like uh to me uh from what i heard from the poem can uh, be represented as a force of destruction because like uh because like she's saying that not only does uh guns and like bullets uh just like eat the skin or uh, which is also a metaphor, or even, uh, or even like uh, contaminate, you know, our environment with its production or any of that. 
but I think it's a force of destruction on people. It's a it's machinery that it's used for pure destruction, for pure dominance. And just and uh, even and I can even and I'm gonna take a quote from uh, uh, Oppenheimer, the creator of the first atomic bomb. He said, "Knife become death, the destroyer of worlds." What what do you think uh, was like the main you know symbolism in this uh, poem, Mr. Alejandro? I well, uh, he was referring to that after he realized. Uh, that he was he his creation was used to kill so many people and yeah. it's actually well that that phrase is an actual reference to an indian story yeah. of a of a divinity that uh, that like caused a lot of trouble and chaos and then at the end this uh, well told that quote but in a depressing way like like he won't be nothing but destruction and evil to other people yeah it was a really depressing manner the way he stated that you can even uh, see it by the expressions he was making so like uh like uh, what object uh to you mr alejandro like had so much symbolism in this like poem like which uh object or like uh, or thing like the water the water. Because like he used the water as like uh, the meaning of like hope or a place where peace can be truly achieved. Uh, like almost at the end of the of the uh, of the poem, she talks about it. Like if we can finally uh, walk, uh, swim on the water and not go through the fire of violence, like. Maybe telling the us that there are different voice environments, and I think that's that's the actual meaning because in one of the phrases she says that uh, we feed the beast or the monster with more violence. Yeah, and maybe like as I said before, the water and the fire represent different options to uh, go through problems or flaws or flaws of society. And that the fire representing the violence only increases the, the negative ways uh, in that people live. Yeah, the, they, like the negative influence that people inflict. Wow. So. So uh, think. So let's uh let's go into uh things you know that you know weren't weren't present, but I think that the poem would have worked a bit better without much better actually it worked so uh did you guys uh hear or um or did you hear her mention any any hyperbole like anything hyperbolic exaggerated i did i i actually there are a lot of words and expressions she used uh to make you yeah, know like that were were exaggerated yeah yeah, I definitely heard uh, many expressions that uh, made made it so that you know the tone that was desperation would be more effective. And you know, talking about uh, the way she was uh, sounding, 
uh, oh, yeah. she started like crying or desperate or depressing. Yeah, it was it was really it was a pretty uh depress depressing, and that is actually a part of uh, what makes this a poem uh, so powerful in its uh, messaging and the way it transmits not just through the words but through the emotion that it that she's inflicting with her and, tone and her aspect because like she she was like shaking and her eyes were watering. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 can be into like the the posture. Uh, she, yeah, she was not straight, but you know, just like you said, she was shaking and she looked and she looked like she was about to tear up, which just made it even more made it even more effective. The 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 how powerful the poem actually is, and how powerful the messaging actually is, and you know her and the movement of her hands, especially like like she was so expressive. Like, don't you think? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely think that she was very, very expressive with not just the way she talked, but the way she was showing that to the audience on stage. So, so there were a lot of uh, stuff that uh, were present in the poem. You know, like the like there were just like you said. You know, there were a lot. There was a lot of symbolism. There's even similes, like she's relating like one thing to the other. And just like you said, you know, she can she relates a fire to violence. Violence and uh water to hope. You know, there's there is similes. There are things in you know, she's like com like comparing but like uh, referring to. And that can even go to allusions. That is she's referencing that she's referencing something else in the book. And I think she did reference a, uh, an event, right? Yes. She... Well, apart from the deforestation, but I, I don't know if like, to remember correctly if she mentioned uh, an event, a uh, very crucial or horrifying event. Yeah, I remember she she referenced an event, but I don't remember very well uh, what uh, the event itself. So she was uh, definitely uh, referencing to some events events uh related to violence so so yeah and uh and overall uh, what do you guys uh, think uh of this poem like uh discussing about you know the the technical aspects and even the, the aspects that makes it uh such a powerful poem like overall how would you how would you say that this poem could like have a impact in our society like what way? Like I, like I think that uh, it talks about a lot of subject matters that are very polemic, such as the deals of firearms, such such as you know violence uh, inflicted up, not like inflicted upon kids, but like talk to kids, like kids adhering to violence, and. Uh, I think the way this poem can impact our society is that it can teach uh, it can teach a lot of people about many stuff that are normally not talked about. It can uh, help them be more aware of the reality of our society, of our yeah. government. Yeah. Yeah, like I think like she did perfectly because she wanted to transmit this message message to the young people. 
and she did it through the use of uh, a slam poem, a free verse poem, and she, even though, like, it isn't as formal, and so it is more like what the kids would use or what the teenagers would use, and it made it more interesting uh, by not skipping the the multiple tools that she could use uh, only because she's doing a free verse. Yeah, that's actually a good uh, reason. That's actually a good reason she has uh, used multiple devices because, like, if she used like uh, some you know devices like uh, like uh, like focusing you know too much on you know the the you know like a uh, read like the rhythm like if she were like focusing too much you know like the meter the stanza, it would not be as powerful because it would be you know I'm gonna say you know too organized. And you know, and I think that uh, while that uh, while you know, and if anybody said this poem, it would be very powerful. I think that coming from a teenager, wanting to make a the, the world a better place makes it even more impactful because it shows that you know our generation cares about uh, the future. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So that was a very interesting discussion we had about this poem uh, if you guys want to check out the poem uh, uh, check uh, just put in the title as a youth uh, from Aya that is A-I-Y-A that is Aya and the name of the poem is youth or just uh, go to the link in our website so gentlemen it has been a pleasure having you here on the show on the Alanki podcast it's been it's been such a wild ride. What do you guys think? I I agree, and I and I also want to mention something. Uh, is it me or Pablo went to take his tomahawk haircut? <laughs> yeah, maybe he did. I uh, go and get his tomahawk haircut. Uh, we we did we did interrupt you during that that session, but oh well, there's always you know time to uh, go back and finish up that hairstyle. You know, because it looks re- it looks pretty nice. Hello, 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 hello. So, it's now functioning. My microphone. Okay. Is it because my microphone just decided to kind of die, and also my internet was kind of laggy. So sorry about that. Uh, don't worry, don't worry, Mr. Pablo. Uh, we were just uh, finishing up the show. And, you know, I'm Mr. Alejandro here, you know, made a joke about you getting your Mohawk haircut, you know, because, you know, I kind of did interrupt you too during, uh, in the barbershop, <laughs> so don't worry. And don't worry also. Is so, it, is it, is it almost my fault? Because, because my microphone was slightly separate, so then it stopped functioning. Uh, don't worry. Well, gentlemen, it has been a pleasure having you two on the show. And uh, wow, we've got into some really interesting points, some really uh, philosophical ones as well, going that far. And I've and I've learned a lot from you two today. I've seen many different perspectives. And I would really like to have you uh, <laughs> on the show again. If you pay me, it's fine. What? It's a joke, it's a joke. What about you, Mr. Alejandro? <laughs> what about you? Hi. 
I agree. Well, gentlemen and everyone, it has been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. I've been in the shop, and especially with these two fine uh, men with me today, Mr. Alejandro Manotelli and Mr. Pablo Ernesto Romadillon. Anything else uh, you would like to add before we end the episode? And the weekly podcast. And that's all ring for my microphone. <laughs> Uh, don't worry. Um, when I stay, I well, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Rashida Lamke, and this is the end of our weekly podcast. Next episode, we will go back to our uh, gaming roots, but it was very interesting to talk about poetry and to derive from our usual, usual uh, subjects to talk about something more artistic and something new. We learned a lot about poetry. We different perspectives of different of uh, different people uh, that we had on the show and it has been a pleasure uh being with you guys so uh, have a great day you two and have a great day everyone so until then this is rashida lamki from the lamki podcast transmitting to you in uh in our station in monterey at the 2nd of march 2020 have a great day everyone and we'll see you next week Thank you.